Hey there SYOB viewers, make sure to check out all our socials in the description. It helps us a lot. Enjoy. Hey man, now listen. Welcome you guys to another podcast. This is your host, Rehoma and Walid. Now, today's a big one. We're joined with Mahdi and Yusuf, also known as the CEO of Chaffin Media. Now, tell me, how did it all start? On a sunny day, I woke up one day and I was like, let's just go and start a business. Really? We did, yeah. It was that simple. Yeah. And it was 5 a.m. 5 a.m. And uh, I was asleep at one of my friends' place. I, I didn't have my own place back then. Okay. Um, I used to live with someone else and, um, you know, kind of not, not working out with my partner at the time. So I was asleep at my friend's house and he was watching uh, Power all night. And I knew that I need to start my work day next day. Obviously, there was... A, longer backstory behind course, that yeah. um, I used to work with an advertising agency for about five years or so Wow! Um, yeah. and uh, sales predominantly uh, okay. so I used to study and work at the same time in university I used to study advertising at Canadian University of Dubai and then um, I had an idea to kind of emerge into the influencer market to make more money and I suggested it to my at the time um, director or boss or you could say whatever they entertained the idea until I proved the concept, which I did, got a big sale in. And then when I asked for an expansion or an investment or something to kind of let it grow, uh, they didn't have that mindset that I required to kind of go out there. And my mindset was to, to create something outside the box, to approach um, different types of influencers, to create content for. So you got a loan behind, uh, first, of all, first off, then? Uh, so At the beginning, yes. um, I didn't get a loan as in something to come in my pocket. So what happened was um, when I went to them and they said no, um, I was like, that, I'm out, I'm going to leave. And I promised myself that no matter how, what happens, what goes on, I didn't know what's going to happen. I didn't know what I want to do. I didn't know anything. I just knew that I want to go out there and do something. So I got into it, uh, which was approaching influencers and do influencer marketing, content marketing, social media and whatnot. Slowly. It was your dream, basically. Not my dream. No, I, my dream was to make money. Yeah. And because that was my field, I wanted to do something new and different to make money. Something that isn't there. Something that is there, but with a loophole. So everything was there. There were all these companies out there. But back then, three years ago, companies were barely providing production to the influencers. And I didn't have a clue about production myself. But I just went out, sold it, and managed it and flipped it, right? I had a client um, of mine back in the day who I then approached to and said, I'm doing this. And he was very interested. Um, he's still a good friend of mine and he said right let's invest some money you can use my facility and my offices so I had a small table the size of this table uh, in their offices where they had around 3,500 employees so I was just like one person sitting there working on himself working on Trifid 3, Media 3,000 they're very big yeah uh, very very big um, and uh, we started now this guy was the owner and founder of this company a very good friend of mine and I had a cap investment amount um, and then he owned certain shares of the company. At that time, it was 32% of a company that wasn't even anything. Mm. Uh, so we started, we went on. I did a lot of mistakes with uh, hiring, recruiting, uh, strategies, structure, whatnot, and, and all that stuff. But I was in a very corporate environment. Super, 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 super corporate. It was it's so corporate. Wow. Um, we couldn't do anything. I remember one day, um, you know these chickens that you like, you squeeze and it yeah, makes yeah. that noise, the yellow ones, you yeah, know the ones? Yeah. Yes, yes. So 
one day one of the guys from the team brought those chickens in and they squeezed it and we didn't know that there was an investor sitting in the main office around the corner that didn't really understand the mentality of what the f this chicken is. So I was in a meeting outside. I got a call from one of the um, people from their company. And they're like, I'm letting everybody from your company go out. Uh, they're, 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 they think this is a joke. They're not understanding it. We're, we're, we're doing business here. We're working. Yeah. This is not, you know, whatever. For me, I was like, yes, I understand. Okay, we're in a corporate zone. We're a corporate area. We cannot do what we need to do to step out and be ourselves. Let the creativity flow because that's what our industry is. Um, but also, I didn't appreciate the fact that my team didn't have the freedom to doing what they need to do because in my opinion, that was something that they had to do. But yeah. in theirs, it wasn't. So after eight months um, and a lot of uh, frustration, um, over having another person investing, but not necessarily sharing the same vision as you are, not because they don't want to, it's just that they're in a different field. I came to a conclusion that um, going after investors in general and taking another person's money, whether silent or not, Financial um, is not a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd rather go and get a loan from the bank who doesn't have a character, doesn't have um, a speech or something that you would share. You had some support uh, at the first, but then it, it changed. It changed, yeah, yeah. it changed. No. I, I don't think I should ever have that support. One thing, so you think it's important to have a healthy environment and to work on, like obviously, because I f personally when I see Trifid, I see it's really like i see there with big smiles i see everyone happy while uh, working so i feel like you accomplished your goal in a way that's how i see it um i, I you told you said that um you said that how the investors saw everyone like messing around not taking anything seriously <coughs> now what you did is you turned from everything seriously to every everyone having fun to everyone enjoying them themselves while working Yes, yeah, so the environment is so important. So we branched out. We left that corporate offices. We were uh, broke. We had no money. I, I, at some point, I remember I borrowed 30,000 dirhams, and I don't even know how my driver at the time had 30,000 dirhams, but he came with this. Uh, he's from Pakistan, and he lives with, with 20 other people. Half of them are, are his brothers. And he's like, sir, I believe in you. Here's you go. This is my money. Do it. I'm like, wow, amazing. So I took it, and I just hustled, and I worked hard, long hours, uh, tried my best to get whatever we could. And you made money from Trifid or of course. the 30,000 that you got changed into other other different businesses? No, no, so, so from Trifid, initially it was just Trifid at the time, there was nothing else. The 30,000 was for us to just branch out and leave because for a month we were working from coffee shops. So we had a team of like 15 people. We left the previous company. We got into our, our own. I bought my shares back. Uh, so, they in, uh, so I got an investment of approximately 700,000 dirhams which I paid all back um, through credit cards that I had from the past. Okay. Uh, and it was just crazy because I was in debt and more in debt and more in debt, but I never stopped. I was like, you know, f if I'm going to do something, I might as well go uh, all in. This was the time you like you, you took a whole step. Yeah, yeah. step yeah. out on my own. Yeah. Didn't have a clue. Didn't know what I was doing. We, we hadn't, so it was eight months down the line of TriFit. We knew what we were delivering and what we were doing, but we didn't have the idea of how to do it on our own because we were supported by the accounts, HR, and whatnot of the other um, entity that we were with. Now we were on our own. It was scary. We and had to sleep in this warehouse that we were in. It was a very small warehouse, 3,000 square feet. Um, and in, in the first two months after we moved in, it just blew up. 
Everybody oh. start hearing about us, warehouse, comfortable environment, fun crowd, young people, energetic, trendy, keeping up with everything that's going on. So and Yusuf was with you guys? No, Yusuf no, wasn't. No. I met Yusuf after Corona, which is another story on yeah. its own. Um, so, so we came to this warehouse, it just blew up, everybody knew about us, influencers, clients, da-da-da-da-da. They came to this warehouse, they're like, from the outside, they're like, what the f*** is this shit? And then when they walked in, they're like, wow, you know? It's amazing. Um, I used to sleep in the warehouse. We used to, you know, like do everything in this warehouse. It was difficult to ask people to leave. They didn't want to leave the warehouse. Uh, and then a little bit before, um, at the time, I just had TriFit Media. I didn't venture into any other businesses. Um, and we made a lot of money in the bank. We cleared all, all of our debts. Um, work was amazing. It was going great. We introduced new services. And then right before Corona hit, I'm like, that I'm going to expand. Let me get a bigger space because we were literally out of room for employees to sit or people to sit down. We didn't have space for okay. them to sit down. The warehouse started with no toilet. We ended up with two toilets, a kitchen. So we just built our yeah. way up. It wasn't all at the start on the time. Uh, and then uh, a month before Corona, I found this place that we're currently in. It's six times bigger than our old warehouse. And it was huge. And I didn't have any money to support that immediate shift. Um, so, so I called my dad and I'm like, Hey dad, what's up? Listen, man, I have uh, this much amount in my bank account. I need a million to be able to do it, but I don't have a million. I have yeah. much less. And he's like, do you need a million over like three months? I'm like, yeah. He's like, do you have something for the next two months? I'm like, yeah, I do. He's like, Just go ahead, you know, risk it, gamble. You make it or you don't, right? You'll never know unless you try. And then you took over other businesses. Or yeah. That, and then. We started, so I got, I paid for the checks of the existing facility, which is to me is crazy because it's, it's, it's really expensive because it's the prime location. Yeah. And um, literally, I started the labor work to build it because it was Shell and Core, and boom, Corona hit. And the lockdown got announced. Yeah. And I was just like, did it change anything? We stopped work and I was spending money that I didn't necessarily have because my plan was to finish it in a month, start in the second and start making money so I can cover up expenses, not because I wanted to make anything yeah. for me, you know? True. Just had to cover up. Corona hit, we got locked down two months. Then when we got back, um, I, I kind of, during Corona, I used to step out and get permits and go out and still build the place. I did it myself with you had um, the whole uh, like design but you you did yeah, all, everything all by not by myself i had a team yeah. initially and then later on it was by myself uh that we did it and that was the project that i got into so i had some help and support in the beginning but then it changed after that uh, and then we built it april may i put out a story i'm like guys it's open day hit uh, hit us up and at that time schools were clueless about how to kind of manage after COVID, yeah. right? You guys didn't know whether you should go, you shouldn't go, work from home. Nothing was organized. Yeah, or blended, blended learning. Yeah, so yeah. It, it wasn't happening. So everybody was like, let's go join TriFit. So TriFit went from 40 people, um, 30 actually. So we left the old warehouse with 40, uh, and then 10 people left throughout Corona, and then we were 30 people, and TriFit went from 30 to about 150 people, in two days. Wow. Uh, two days. Two days. Yeah, it just, just blew up. <laughs> and then everybody just... Now the people want to know, mm -hmm. what is Trifid? The, the, the exact meaning of Trifid is something that's equally split into three. The name of Trifid. Yeah, that's, 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 what, it, that yeah. Was, that's what it means. Basically, okay, f okay, first off, I wanted to start off with calling the company Shots Media. I just like the word. But unfortunately, it was taken. I couldn't license it. So then I was like, okay, what am I going to do? We're, th we're three partners, because at the time we were three partners. Now we're not anymore. 
um, officially on the license, and it was influencer production and client. So I was like, okay, I went on Google and I typed, um, what's the synonym of three? And the word trifid came up, I'm like, just let's put it. You know, I, for me, names don't matter. Honestly, like, think about it. You just care about yeah. the business. Itself. I care about execution because that's the most important thing. Actually doing the work rather than sitting there. Because some people sit there, they put a strategy, they put a plan, they put all of these things for months and months and months to come and then start executing. I think executing first, understanding the, the ups, understanding what's, what's right or wrong, yeah. and then... The Taking plan. that, putting it into a strategy yeah. makes so much more sense and it's so much more faster than sitting down and doing something that you don't have a clue about. So I didn't, for me, I didn't care. I was just like, try fit. Okay, let's, go. Let's, let's just do it. And then today people are saying, try fit, try fit, try fit. Try fit means wait, yeah. get back to the employees that yeah. you got. Uh, but it's you a, wait, sorry to cut you off, but it, it's, it's established right now. Like it's a known company, mm -hmm. try fit media. Now that's something big. Mm -hmm. Now, did you ever th in, in your head? Did you ever think it was going to be that big? Never, no, never, never in, a, never in, a, in, a, in a hundred years did I think that <laughs> at some point I'll have three hundred employees, six wow. businesses, all driven from Trifid Media. So, in other words, now you get, you now you you earn from more than one uh, company. Oh, correct, you know? yeah. Wow, yeah, that's crazy. And Yusuf, tell yeah. me, what's up? What do uh, you have? What do you have to do with the Mahdi? How did you um, join Trifid? So basically, I was in Turkey and the lockdown happened. But in Turkey, it was like for a straight six months. Okay. So when I heard about Trifid in Turkey, my friend Tam told me about it. I looked at him. I kept stalking him a lot, <laughs> like a lot on YouTube, his skits, um, his videos, his podcasts and everything. And I look up to one person, which is Gary Vee. <laughs> yeah. And he, had, and he had really similar traits to him. Like Garvey is like execute, execute, and then he's the same thing. So I'm like, I'm coming to work there. I told my friend to set me up and everything. As soon as I came back from Turkey to Dubai, September 2, after two days, I went and I got in. And what is your role in Trifid? I do sales. So yeah. you left Turkey yeah. just to work for Med? Yeah. Not work for me, and work for Trifid, work for <laughs> somewhere that he's comfortable, you but know? Like, but like for me, it's like if I'm working in a company, I better have that owner, like, is comfortable, he's friendly, not a or something, yeah. like, he's too strict and everything. Now, tell me, f how's the environment from your experience? The environment is amazing, to be honest. Mm. I'll be honest with you, it's like university wow. life, but at the same time, you're actually making money. You're actually doing something about it. You're actually getting connections. So that's how it is. And you're actually learning. It's, 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 a lear it's, it's a learning experience, a trifid, and... It's just, uh, that's what makes me happy about and it. And do you think Trifid would still blow up more? Um, through TikTok. I think that's the next phase of, of Trifid. And it's it's how um, brands need to understand it. And there today, there is no other agency, and I could quote this. Yeah, There is no other agency with these many young people in it that understand TikTok most. I could say I'm 26. I don't understand TikTok, even though I have a media company as much as you do, you do, and everybody else here does, right? Yeah. So that's what I want to achieve because you're, next give, you're giving young people opportunities. To yeah, work. because the young people are tomorrow's people, yeah. right? So, so if you're talking about sustainability of a business and how it's going to last, if a publishing company changed its perspective a little bit, 
they would have lasted today. They're not. No, no, no True. magazines or news. They're just not yes. there. It's either digital or even they're going down. Yes. You know, brands are coming and starting to advertise. It, when the when the shift or the transition of Facebook to Instagram happened, I used to sell it. Like I used to be there in that transition. And then seven, eight years later, the same transition happened with TikTok. And two years ago, I used to sit with TikTok's team and I used to be like, I love this. I support it. I believe in it. It's tomorrow. It's future. And I was just creating content with TriFit back then. Uh, we got verified. Uh, today, TriFit Media's hashtag on, on, on um, TikTok has about close to 400 million views. So it's just, it's, and that's not just for UAE. The next hashtag in the media world is the hashtag media itself, which has about 900 million views. So it's wow. if Trifid is half of the media on TikTok, to me, that's just uh, that's something. So I, if Trifid is going to blow, blow up again, it would definitely be through Trifid. And we're doing some stuff at Trifid right now, which is we're, we're kind of investing our time into the people of Trifit to go onto TikTok. Like, for example, Yusuf has a page called, what, Dumb and Dummies? Dummies yeah. and Dummies. They do it like stupid on TikTok, right? And, and that kind of trends, basically. Trends, and that yeah. translates into who the people of Trifit are, but not necessarily when it comes to dealing with professional work. Knowing them personally. Yeah, so personally, this is them. But yeah. when it comes to the company, actually, then there is moderation, there is structure, there is ethics, there it's is like respect. It's side, side job. Yeah. And side. that's where I come in. So I'm not going to lie, this is really mind-blowing. Now, there's the fun part, TikTok and all that, and then yeah. when the work comes in. Now, we got into TikTok. Now, I know you have a, your own page. Yeah. It has like 10,000, 8,000 followers. Yeah. yeah. Now... You, c you talk and you reply to comments and you uh, go and motivate people mm -hmm. in order to join mm -hmm. your uh, company. Mm -hmm. Now, I remember once where you brought around like three, four people, you gave mm -hmm. them contracts. Yeah. How were they able to be eligible to join your... Right, so so the first... so Okay, so I'm against social media. And it's crazy, right? I'm personally against social media. I have a social media company. I run it, but I'm against... I'll tell you why. I'm against it because I'm still young. I'm very young myself, right? You yeah. guys are super young. I'm young, all right? And, and an average human being spends about three to four hours a day on their phone, on social media, do, doing useless things. It's never going to benefit watching. you. You're watching, right? Yeah. Over a year, that's... 58 days that you're spending on social media. So if you calculate it over, yeah. an, over an annual period, in 58 days, I can start a business. So I thought to myself, instead of me spending so much time on social media, how about by the age of th before the age of 30, I put all this two months, two months, two months. That's like six months. That's half a year. Yeah, I'm going to invest into something that I want to do. And then after 30, instead of spending three hours on social media, I spend seven hours on social media, laying down on a beach somewhere, and I'm good. I've done my work. Yeah. I've helped people. I've done it. I mean, that's just a metaphorical phrase. I'm not going to stop working because yeah. that's my passion. I love it. Yeah. I love working. That is my hobby. I, it, it drives me. It, it motivates me to, to work. So that's my, my idea behind it. But my team kind of forced me to do a TikTok video. They're like, you'd be great at it. Because I was doing everything in the, in behind the scenes. You are. I, I was doing it regardless. Yeah. They're like, let's, let's take a that's few sorry. videos to do it and sort it out. I'm like, okay, cool, let's do it. And we did that one video where I'm like, I'm going to hire everyone in this country yeah. and whatnot. And that kind of blew up and went viral. And that was the first video. So then I carried on doing the videos and went on. Now, I'm not going to lie. I wanted to take part in that. No, but, but I'm not going to lie. Like, there was a lot going through my head. I was like, do I join? Um, it's an actual job or is it part-time? That's my yeah. question. Mm -hmm. 
it's it's an actual position that you do actual client work for TikTok. That was the idea because I couldn't go to my existing staff and say, "Hey, let's start creating content for TikTok for brands," because they wouldn't get it. They just they wouldn't wouldn't get it, right? It's like let's do this video, and then the next day I had seventy people come for interviews from that video. It was it was crazy. It was just blow. It, it blew up again, right? And uh, out of them, we got 40 of them in. We divided them into two teams, which was sales and creatives. Okay. Um, sales were on commission-based. That's how things go. Even for the fully employed people with visas under the company, sales are commissioned. And they don't get a direct salary. There's reasons behind that. If you want to go into that, I can. Um, and then we had the creatives. And the creatives get divided into two areas, which is the part where they, they, they come up with concepts based on trends going on, or they use their creativity to blend in concepts together to do something that potentially could go viral and then can create a user-generated content by other people. And they were all young people. They were all young yeah. people. And then we had the other ones, which were the video creators with the phone and the editors or people that were in front of the camera doing the content. That was there. And I gave them a 30-day trial period. And out of the 25-ish that we got on board from the creative, eight got hired with a contract and a salary that they were getting uh, obviously the salary isn't like crazy salary but you're 17 you're 18 you're 20 sure. like what do you what do you think the market today is paying you know so i have all of these people commenting on the tiktoks it's unpaid um exactly. uh, i mean uh, child i don't know this uh, you also said uh, you had it was all on commission yeah yeah and then you had a salary for for these eight people correct after getting after hiring them after hiring yeah. them on a trial where they proved themselves worthy and right of the role that they were put into and them being committed hardworking, on time, punctual, uh, behaved well in terms of respecting their peers and, and their colleagues. You made the others like leave the company. Not the, I was like, thank you very yeah. much. Here's a letter of um, indemnification, which is basically indemnification, which is basically like, thank you for your time. This is a recommendation letter yes. if you need it in the future. At the end of the day, what you guys and, and the audience, whoever is watching, needs to understand that internships are not paid at 80% capacity, 20% yeah. are paid. And it's all about experience because you are young. It you, is. You need and to it also helps for the future. Imagine you don't live with your parents. What are you gonna do with that? Can you live? You did not live with your parents. Me, no, I've, I've been away. It's been about, I think 12 years now that I've been away. And how did it work out? It didn't, I used to sleep in my car. Wow. I, 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 okay, so. Is there a backstory behind that? Or? So, yeah, so, I mean, I'm not going to go into it because it then goes into other topics that I don't want to talk about. Yeah, but okay. um, my family uh, left the country. Yeah. Uh, slowly. They left the country. And um, my father wanted me to go to Iran because mm. I'm Iranian. Yeah. And he's and well off. My family is, is middle class. He's like, uh, let's go to Iran. I have the business, run it. You're of age now, whatever. And I just graduated high school and wanted to go to university. It was like in my, my in my first or second semester, and I, I was like, no, I can't come. I, I, I don't understand the culture. I've been born and raised in this country, and I just don't want to. I want to be here. He's like, all right, if you're here, uh, then you gotta live on your own. Uh, figure out your, uh, do your own. Uh, listen, I've supported you until the age of 18. That's my responsibility as a father. You go do whatever you want. And so he had a car. And 
um, it's a very old car. I'm like, can I buy this off of you? He's like, yeah, sure. Uh, he's like, pay me up. I'm like, well, I don't have any money. Let me go make some money and I'll pay you. And it, the car was like 13,000 dirhams. It was a Toyota Prado 2001. And uh, slowly I paid it off of selling Ugg boots on Dubizel. Uh, so I was known as the Ugg man. I used to, uh, back then, Dubizel wasn't that well known. Yeah. And um, I used to take Ugg boots and literally stack my car up with Ugg boots. I had a friend who used to give them to me, put them on Dubizel, and I used to drive around selling Ugg boots from and making five dirhams yeah. commissions up to 300 dirhams if I could. I used to do that. And you also said that you... you you, you graduated from the University of Canada. Correct, yeah. How did you get into it since your father... Okay, like so so I started selling um, Ugg boots. Yes. Uh, and then I started selling other stuff on Dubas. So I was buying and selling, right? Something similar to drop shipping, but not drop shipping back in the day, right? Very similar. And um, um, I did that, made some money f to pay off university. The first few semesters, my, my dad supported, but then after that, it was stopped. Yeah. So then I start. Go, I went into university. I got my visa because I didn't have a visa yeah. and I couldn't be here without a visa. Um, I got into university. I kept selling the Ugg boots and then it grew. It grew to a point where um, other people were selling my Ugg boots on Dubizel. So I was supplying was other growing. people. It was growing. Yeah. Just because I was do, just I was punctual. I was always on time. I, I always replied to my phone. I never ignored anyone. And still till today, and that's one of the reasons of the success is, is that... I did that. I got into uni. Um, I, I liked it and I didn't. Um, let's talk about something else. I made money throughout because it's about plagiarism mm -hmm. and I don't think plagiarism is, is something legal to do, so I don't want to get into trouble. Oh, you about success. You talked about success. Okay. You were like, uh, I was successful doing this. In your, in your own words and your words too. What is, what is success? How can you be successful? Progress. Progress. And at the moment, are you do you do you see yourself as a, as a successful person? Or no. can you ever reach success? That's the best way. No, to so so I always look up to something called the, the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and it's it's a triangle with five elements. It's like physiological needs, um, food and safety, and um, friends and family, and then it's self esteem, which is the the confidence you have, and then the the, the last layer is called self-actualization and that's i think that's the definition of success is when you reach self-actualization then you're successful with me over the past three years it's always been self-esteem i jump a little bit up i come back down a little, a little bit up, i come back down because i'm, I'm learning as i move along yeah. um, scaling uh, at the at the pace that trifit scaled wasn't it's not something normal that companies do they take their time. It's not like, boom, immediately overnight, 70 new people join. But we did that. We learned a lot doing that, a lot of mistakes with contracts, with paperwork, with stuff like that, which then again brought us down. We've been through a lot of these things moving forward, which was a learning curve. So I don't see that. I don't say I am successful yet. Um, I'm, on the, I'm on the way there. Um, I'm hungry. I want to do more. But at the same time, I want to help as many people as I can. Yeah. And I definitely do believe in the youth because five years from today, you guys might be business owners yeah. with money in your pockets that an advertising agency or company like mine could be working with. So if I have you in my company today working your way there, I don't know what the future holds. So I'm looking at sustainability moving forward and it's definitely not investing money in a 35 year old i love that right love it's that. not because because the 35 year old as hardworking, 
punctual, corporate, respectful, and all my respect to all the 30, 35, whatever year olds out there, right? Whoever's watching, but their mentality is already molded. You can't go to them and say, hey, TikTok is the future. Out of a hundred, two will say okay, which you yeah. have them on TikTok, yes. and they're they're succeeding. So you go on TikTok and you have these lawyers, you have these crypto advisors, financial advisors, teachers. Um, I don't know, man. All these like people with a talent in the back, and they're on TikTok. Yeah. They're blowing up. Yeah. yeah. Right. Why? Okay. So why isn't every single lawyer on TikTok? Exactly. Why isn't, isn't every single doctor or surgeon yeah. or musician or whatever on TikTok? Because they feel like TikTok. I mean, you can't you can't be a doctor on TikTok. You can give advice yeah, as you a could, doctor you on could TikTok, advice, right? But at the end of the day, you need to go to the hospital. That's an example. Correct. But how are you gonna generate that footfall to the f-ing hospital to go and get generate revenue and income? How are you gonna do that? I mean, everyone knows that if they're sick, they need to go to the. I know, yeah. but okay. So there's 20, ho- 20 doctors in a hospital, yeah. right? You would go to the doctor that you know, or you would go to the doctor that's on TikTok posting content because you just know him. I mean, is he licensed? He is. You never know. Because TikTok, people come through TikTok, but they don't know if they're actually, you don't know if they're actually licensed. But if a doctor is in a hospital, then they're licensed, right? Otherwise, they wouldn't be in that hospital. Okay, but I mean, the doctor that is on TikTok is working uh, through TikTok, but... You don't know if he's if he's an actual doctor. Like some people would do that. They'll just go search for some info about uh, medicine and so that's why the messaging or the call to action is what we call it. The call to action of the content that person, doctor, lawyer, whoever, whoever, yeah. whatever the profession is, needs to direct the people for a call to action. It could could be as simple as yeah. this: the doctor comes and talks about COVID nineteen. And then at the end says, hey, by the way, I'm at uh, this hospital if yeah. you want to visit. But My consultation fees are 500 there. I get your point, but don't you, don't you think they could still lie about it? Not if they're in um, a legal licensed facility providing a certain service. That's that's the idea. Yeah. I mean, on TikTok, you, I know any normal person could do that. Correct. And if a normal person does not have an institution backing them up, yeah. then they wouldn't be successful. Like, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, but like... We got into the conversation of doctor and TikTok and how to promote yourself in a way, right? Now, what can one do to stand out on TikTok? Like TikTok is a really, really, really like huge platform. We have teachers from yeah. doctors. Now, what can one do to you know stand out, make a trend in your in your perspective? Be yourself. Practice what you do on a daily dose. Literally, whatever you do on a daily basis, right? Practice it on front of the camera and post it and be blinded to the fact that it might be cringe or it might not go successful. Yeah. Be consistent. Consist- consistency is, is key. You might create... Gary V did 1,000 wine library videos on YouTube back when YouTube was nothing. His 1,001 video went viral. Each and every one? No, 1,001 one, 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 one. Oh, video yeah. no way. went viral. So he did a thousand videos, not caring the about. One thousand one was the only one that blew up. Blew up, yeah. but it blew up. It blew up, right? It did. did the one thousand blow up? Did he give up? Did he go like, "Hey, this is not working. This is not happening." He believed in it. Same with me. I believe. I believe that this 
viewers and what like we had trifid media back in the day we used to get like two likes and yeah. three views it grew up people were like let's buy some fake followers so people see that your your company has 50,000 followers it's okay who the cares whatever i never did i built it um i didn't want to um i just wanted to be like there and i'm like it's fine i'll wait i'm patient i'm not in a rush or in a hurry to get followers yeah people will come i mean um, we have this question that we ask every single guest mm -hmm. out of five factors you you could choose two mm -hmm. money power uh love health and education mm -hmm. and these these could lead on to many explanations mm -hmm. w which one would you choose about which two would you choose health and love health and love yeah definitely why because if i'm healthy and if i have emotional support i can make money which would lead to power i mean they can't lead education is in today's world <laughs> not i mean that's his perspective over it i don't want to use the word shit but there's a difference between knowledge mm. and education education today is being monetized in a way or sense that will not benefit the individual in the next 10 years exactly if schools today you were to teach how a 17 year old were to save money for the next three years you wouldn't have the 20 year olds today being the way they are because they would have savings yeah. instead of sitting you in front of a board or computer or laptop i don't know how school goes today and them teaching you algebra i've never used algebra in my life bro like i studied it like never in my life have i ever gone to using algebra <laughs> and you chose love love as in self-love or love from every kind of love yeah self-love other kinds of love i'm a very emotional guy and if if at the end of the day i don't get that dose of emotions from the people that i love around me whether it's friends family girlfriend whatever wife doesn't matter I will not be able to, I need, I'll get, I'll feel drained. So for me, if I, if my health is good, if I'm healthy, and if I have that emotional support, I believe that I can get up, go work, make money. Money eventually leads to power because so much money means you have power. And uh, with education, I believe it's, it's self-education through knowledge that's all available through, online. Through experience. Through experience yeah. and available in the digital world. Now, a lot of people would come and argue with you and say, uh, oh, am I going to go and learn on YouTube to become a heart surgeon? Well, no. no you no. can go and become a heart surgeon. Now, there's two mentalities. Of course. You actually want to go and save people's lives. Or in your head, you think that if you become a heart surgeon... A heart surgeon makes 200,000 dirhams a month on a salary basis and your family will start talking to their uh, aunts and uncles and cousins and whatever and say, my son is a heart surgeon. Yeah. Well, let me tell you what, and, and this is for people that are listening. Today, an influencer makes double the money a heart surgeon makes. Yeah. Double? double? Double. We're talking like 400K. We're talking about way more. Yeah. We're talking about people on YouTube that are, are having millions of millions subscribers of make a, yeah. a ton more money. So you're telling me, if I uh, work to become an influencer one day, you're telling me I'm going to earn more Definitely. than Definitely. A but million percent. Don't you think media is a huge risk? Because you never know if you could, if you could uh, succeed. Um, okay, yes, that's true. And, yeah. and for the risk takers, they take the risk. Yeah. For the ones that are not risk takers, what they could do is, alongside them studying them you doing every all you can st still practice yeah. the media so one day if it does it go big up. and blows up then you have both options and then you choose the better option so when i when i i personally believe that education is monetized 
And um, uh, if you were to go to university anywhere, anywhere in the world, right? Any, any educational institution to study business, finance, accountings, HR, um, international business, Production. all of these, all of these things that yeah. are, are not really so, something that you don't really need. You'd, okay, wouldn't you rather go and work yeah. for, for the four years of studying instead of paying half a million dollars for education? 100%. You go and you work for the four years, right? Spend that money on petrol, food, and salik and whatever. I mean, salik. <laughs> what taxes, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever the taxes are. If we had, Im if, if every single, if single person was an influencer, we wouldn't have any lawyers or or doctors. No, I understand this point. He's not yeah, making I that understand, point. Yeah. But like, uh, where you come from, you're telling me that if you don't do something else other than education, of course, uh, we learn math, English, arithmetic, all that uh, type of And then we get to like the monetization, but like you mentioned, like how education is monetized. What do you mean by that? If educate... Okay, so... See, public schools... Don't really charge, right? You go to the public school, you learn. Private schools, some private schools here charge crazy amounts of money. It's ridiculous, right? Yeah. Which is what it, it is what it is. Yeah. It, that the family wants their children to go to a school that's safe, secure. It doesn't have people, you know, whatever whatever yeah. that goes yeah. on in the early ages of, of a, an individual, which is understandable. But I believe that what they teach you today does not reflect on the reality of things when you go out in the real world trying to make money to survive or to support your family or whatnot. And it does affect the futures. It does drastically. Yeah. If we were the to personality itself could change. We were to tap into the topic of crypto. Yeah. Guys, crypto has shifted 15% of the entire globe's wealth. Literally. Really? now. Crypto. I don't really get into that. Uh, don't get into it. No. Don't get into it. You're too young for that. Like, just do what you need to do at this age. Stick to like basketball, sports, and whatnot. <laughs> exactly. uh, maybe a couple more years, you'd be able to understand it more. But whatever it is, it's coming True. in the future. So my point is, why not start teaching the youth today in school about what is to come? Because the people that are educating you know what is to come because they're there in it already. Exactly. And when do you that. think they should start? They at what age? I think they should start at the age of 15. So my age? 15. Yeah. Wow. I mean, can you can you put a certain age? Because at the end of the day, age is, is it's just a number. No, no, it's not. I'll tell you why. Why? I'll tell you why. Because your brain matures or starts maturing towards when you're closer to the age of 15. And your brain stops accepting new things for you to do differently by the age of 25 not not with everyone yeah this is majority yeah. you have a minority of people that aren't like that yeah. right but majority of people at the age of 25 they just like go like stop i can't accept this anymore this is the way i am and whether they're in denial or not let's talk about the minorities okay do you think they're, they're like they're failing and showing what they could do they could do by continuing school um Okay, so again, if it was me, yeah. because I'm a risk taker and I genuinely don't care what other people think or say, and I was in the position with my own family that they told me, do this and do that, I'm like, guys, 
trust me, I know I'll go out and I'll learn from my failures, I'll learn from my mistakes and I'll do it, is a different story. But if I were to give an advice or a recommendation would be stick to what you're doing, but instead of, instead of spending seven to eight hours on your phone on social media, spend two hours, use the six hours to do something other than being on yeah. social media, looking at content that will never benefit you in your life, do something else. And in that period of time, if it goes big and successful, then leave what you're doing here and focus on that. Uh, chair story. I'm the sure you guys story. all know about nah, the chair we all, story. We knows about. It's cool. So as you guys know, we came back from a break. and uh, Now, Mehdi, mm-hmm. if I were to join Trifid, mm-hmm. what process, what's the process? Okay, so it, it, it gets classified into different age groups, right? Because we're accepting um, under um, 18 as well. Uh, and then we require your guardians or whoever is your sponsor um, um, on your visa, on, on whatever it is in, this, in the United Arab Emirates to actually visit Trifid Media. Um, your father, your mother, whoever it is. They need to sign on a consent letter that they are okay with their um, child um, being part of Trifid for a course of three months, which is 500 hours. So it's a learning curve because that's what you require to do. They sign a consent letter, then we have an agreement with you. You sign that agreement as well, and then we start the training phase, depending on which department that you're in. So it's classified. Um, the departments are um, divided um, into sales, <coughs> production, um, social media, creative, digital, accounts, finance. Okay, now I'm gonna be in an office or like in a warehouse in a room full of people that are 20, yeah. 25. Now, uh, do they get along in Trifit? Yeah, they do. They do, actually. The average age of Trifit today, so we are at, we are at, so Trifit as a mother company with all the other companies around it, we're at a total of 250 people. Okay. Um, Trifit has about 140, 30, 40, 50 people, right? Um, majority of them um, are hired on salaries. So about 70%, 60, 65, 70% are hired on salaries with, with permits, visas, and whatsoever. And the others are all interns or, or trainees or people that come in to experience, to learn. And does you you said that they don't get the money. It's only for the experience. Uh, depends. No, yeah. it depends. So if you're in sales and you make a sale happen yeah. with the training given to you, then yes, you do get paid. But if it's in any other department that you're gaining that full on, like for example, right, uh, you want to go and learn how to operate a camera in production. As a three months course, at the end of the three months, you'd be able to film, shoot and edit a full on video. So that experience given to you is what we give back uh, and not paid unless you are extraordinary out of this world. Your talent is, is spectacular and it's equivalent or even more than someone with five years of experience being just 25 years old then you will offer you a position hey here you go this is an offer would you accept it like please but majority of the times because um the 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 young the youth need to carry on their education and we want them to be comfortable and especially we want their families and the parents to be comfortable as well they usually turn down any offers given because they need to carry on with university or go to go to college or be in school or whatever it is. So that's how it, it works. Now, what is more important for you, exposure or money? I think exposure is, is more because exposure. exposure will get will get Through the money. Through exposure, you're getting yeah, money, yeah, yeah. but doesn't get doesn't it get to a certain point? So let's say I'm 20. Yeah. Okay, I've been experiencing the social media and all that for like five years since 15, and 
you get to a point where you want to earn more. You're chasing the bag. You want to, you, like your goal is to have money, right? Now, okay, let's get, I, I'm in 20 right now. Do I need more experience or? Of course, I need more experience still today. You? Of course. Why is that? Because it's never enough. Knowledge is never enough. Wow. You can't stop learning. There's not, the, you, it, it never. You'll keep on getting experience. Experience is yeah. never enough. You need so much experience. Okay, uh, let's say I get 100% experience in the media industry, right? Yeah. Especially in this industry. Tomorrow, something like TikTok pops up. I have zero experience in it. So I need to gain more experience in TikTok. True. Now let's say, so I started a garage called Zoo. I heard about it. I love that. I don't have a clue about what garages are. I invested in it, found the right people to it. The business is still not making money into, to yeah. a break-even point, but I'm patient. Let's do it. Let's do you have cars it. there? Of course, yeah. yeah. You want to get into details? Cars, like what type of cars? Um, we do all sorts of cars. So exotic, luxury, um, normal, medium. It's an auto spa. Uh, we, we kind of... Um, um, the, Polishing wraps, detailing, ceramic coating, and whatnot. And are you much, much of? I am not into cars whatsoever. <laughs> I have no interest in cars at all. I wanted to do something cool, something vibrant, um, which which we accomplished doing. And then um, I started a bakery called Contagious. Um, did I have a clue about bakeries? No, I did it from my house's kitchen. I got the license, home home business, and I got it sorted and done. Then I went out and I'm like, okay, what's next? Let's start a supermarket. So I just recently started a media supermarket. Media supermarket? Yeah, so all the businesses have a studio in it. Yeah. So the supermarket has a studio in it. The garage wow. has a car studio in it. So for me, content is king. It's what you guys are doing. You're, you're, you're tackling a, a, um, a double arbitrage for video and voice, and you're posting it out, right? Yeah. So uh, to me, uh, content is king. It's, 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 it's key to everything that you want to reach and achieve. And at the studio that I have in the supermarket, we're creating BuzzFeed-type content yeah for daily necessity so we're just taking like 10 types of chocolates mixing them up and letting people try it and go like which chocolate is this? it's simple as that yeah. but it's working no supermarket is it's doing it's growing slowly it's growing slowly it's just drawing attention and it's it's working um for businesses um i'm also in partnerships with a thrift store called dig it i know i know about uh, it. yeah amazing. yeah and that the it's owner of the that is top uh, tom yeah he's it's in the supermarket and um, i also have uh, a partnership with hamoudi bambi for um, a barber. So Bambi Barbers is actually in TriFit Media. It's a very small um, space with two employees, but still it's it's working, right? So did I have experience in them? No, I'm gaining and I'm learning. Um, am I gonna have enough in the media sector industry? Never, no. One of my biggest challenges is being able to, as I age and grow older, uh, be able to adapt and sync with the mentalities of the youth because it's so difficult. Like me coming down here and you're, like, you're 15, you're 17, sitting in front of you guys and talking, I want to be able to do this when I'm 40. Wow. You know, yeah. in 15 years, I'm going to do it with, the, with the, the next generation and the next TikTok and the next thing that's going to blow up and the next and the next and the next. Who but knows? Of course, because we want to learn from you. We're, we're looking at yeah. someone yeah. that came from nothing. Like he, he was in his nothing. car. Yeah. And now he has a, he's a CEO of yeah. a company. Now that's amazing. Mashallah. Yeah. And to be honest, I love how you your image <coughs> on TikTok and Instagram. Uh, it's amazing. It shows that you guys you have like a good connection with the people on TikTok on your company and all that. So like big ups to you, man. We're really trying. Amazing. We're trying our yeah. best. We're trying. Um, another thing, for the people out there, mm-hmm. the people watching, do you, would you say network is net worth? So your network is your net worth. Correct, of course, of definitely. Big time, definitely. Especially, especially here in in, in this region. Middle East. No, pe- people buy off of people. 
In what way? All right, so you could have the best product, the best quality, the best, best, best of the best, right? But if I know Yusuf, I'll be like, Yusuf, come to me. He's like, okay. Okay, so that's simple. I like that. Uh, do you have anything that you want to clear out for the people wa- that are watching? That's wha- I mean, the- people people do have a wrong image on Trifid. Correct, yeah. And as of what you talked about tr- right now, people have the wrong idea. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys don't know what is Trifid. If if you, like, we just talked about some stuff. Because people always talk. Yeah. People aren't always saying the right things. Now, this guy just... Rumors that are coming as, out as, as a business, a person, an individual, yeah. a product, a service, as it grows, it gets more and more and more people yeah. talking about it. And when people talk, it's like Chinese whisper. Mm. One ear to the other to the other, just the tenth ear suddenly, like, well, what? That's not the case. It's okay. As long as we do what we do the right way, with ethics, principles, manners, um, by... Um, all sorts um, in the right direction or path, we're good. And then there comes the challenge of educating people that, hey, this is not really the case. Yeah. But with, 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 with TriFit in, in particular, I would, I would kind of tell everyone, like, if you have questions or doubts, why don't you just come? Check it out for yourself. Be there. Experience I'd it. I'd love to. Be around yeah. the people. Even if it's just for a day to come and just be with TriFit and TriFit-affiliated businesses, it's fine. If you don't want to do a course of 500 hours or three months or whatnot, it's okay. Just come and check Just it out. Just come and check it out. You know, check out the people. Speak to the people that are existing there. I love that. Now, thank you so much. Thank yeah. you so much for being with us. It was an amazing, amazing conversation. Now, I love how we tackled a lot of points mm-hmm. and everything was clear. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank Wish you all the best. Can I, can I take the one chair with me? Yeah. <laughs> 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 right. I like that. <laughs> Thanks for watching, hope you enjoyed the video. Make sure to like, comment and subscribe, peace out.